Buenos dias, buenos dias, mi normies y mis non-normies. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my normies and non-normies. Um, what is today's date? Honestly, I forgot. Today is the 4th. Today is August 4th. It is 9.53 in the morning. I decided to come and instead of starting my morning routine, I guess, with my morning routine, my morning pages and everything else, I just decided to let out some frustration with you guys and talk it out a little bit. So last night I had another little mental breakdown and I've noticed that I'm having these a lot more often, but there's a catch with them. When I have them, I end up feeling more horrible like I really end up feeling I'm sorry you guys I thought I heard something I did hear something where am I hearing it though because the dog's not here the dog's outside hmm that's weird but um I've been finding myself having these mental breakdowns a lot more. And they're frustrating to me because I don't understand when they come on. They just come on out of nowhere. Like, it's just like, boom, it just hits me. And then it's like, everything hits me at once. No legs, the wheelchair, the motel, the still trying to get on my feet. My daughter's struggling to try to help me as best as she can. But she's falling apart physically and mentally. My son can't process or accept the fact that I require a wheelchair now you know and he's still struggling with his own diagnosis is so it's like hmm I just can't get a break you know and then I have nowhere to go I can't fall apart without being in front of them so they have to watch me fall apart and that's not fair and it's not right and then it makes me more mad because I'm falling apart in front of them instead of, you know, in the privacy of my own room that I don't have. And that's, like, honestly the part that is so frustrating because it's, like, all of the things that used to work for me in the past that kept me together, and I don't have it. You know, I can't go to the gym like I used to to get time for myself and to, you know, lose weight. I can't. I don't have a job. Um, yeah, I'm life coach certified, but I still have to find clients. Um, my paid client pushed back her start date. So right now I'm in really in need of income, like bad, and that is stressing me out. And not having my freedom and my ability to just be independent is really stressing me out. So, like, last night's meltdown, I don't know where it came from. Half of the stuff that I said, I don't... I guess that's how I really feel, but I just didn't really let myself feel it because I was just basically telling my kids last night that I would give anything, anything, anything to have their legs so that I can just get up and clean everything on my own and not have to stress anybody out (coughs) sorry (coughs) 
Bella, bring me a paper towel, please. And not stress anybody out. Like, it's just, I don't know how to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, sorry, you guys. My cousin texted me. I need a paper towel. So my biggest fear, because my cousin is texting me because she saw my video from last night, I decided to just go up on YouTube and, I mean, put a recording because I needed to vent out and just help me process, like, what happened last night because I don't know where my mental breakdown came from. Um, I don't know. Like, I know this place not being clean, how I would is adding on and I know this place in general is adding on like just not having the independence and being able to leave and come whenever I want to <laughs> sorry y'all I had a blow my nose so I could breathe the not being able to come and go whenever I want to struggling to figure out how I'm going to get them to the doctors, struggling to figure out the groceries, clothes. And then to top it off, my son's child support is not coming in, so there's no payments coming in, and that's leaving us in a financial situation even tighter than what we were already in. Like, we're already rubbing two pennies together. like, And then now losing his 500 a month since there's no payment coming in, that puts a big, you know, damper on the whole entire situation. And then it's frustrating because it takes one situation to get to the next situation. Can I get a cigarette? Mm -hmm. So, for example, when I tried to buy the van, I was told that I couldn't buy the van because of my income to debt ratio. And that came from the repo car that I have for 6000 on my credit and the rent to debt that I have for six thousand and something on my credit as well, and our income technically is only like fifteen hundred. Um, so I couldn't get a van. All right, which threw a monkey wrench and everything because one, I need a van so I can transport my wheelchair and be free to actually do what I need to do, like, and not just be stuck and limited to certain stores. I need the van so that we can door dash for extra income so that we can start putting to the side. Once we find a place, we can, you know what I'm saying, have the money to do what we need to do. I can't do that, though. It takes one thing to get to the next one. And then SSI is still taking their sweet time on my my case. It's going to be, it already is about to be a year at the end of this month, if I'm not mistaken, or beginning of September, somewhere around there. I can't remember now, but a year is coming up and I still don't have an answer. still don't have a solution. still don't know what they're going to do. If I knew that they were coming, then I know at least my income is going to go up by at least a thousand, you know, if I'm lucky and that's going to bring us at 2,500, which will get me almost at three times the rent, you know, and then it's just everything. <sighs> I'm overwhelmed. 
I see solutions. I see ways out, right? But it's always a catch. I need to have this to get this. That's all we have left? I need to have this to get that. Or I need to do this. To I mean, it's just... It's like I, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I know what I'm trying to say, but it's like... I can't explain to you guys for you guys to understand where I'm coming from. But anybody who's been rock bottom or near rock bottom or close to rock bottom, they understand where I'm coming from. Like, you can see solutions. You just can't get to them because it requires other things to get to them. And you don't have the ability to get the other things so that you can get to the solutions. And then it's like the way that things are now, my fate depends on other people helping me. I'm not used to that. And then I'm not getting help. So it's like if I was getting help and I wasn't used to it, then it'd be one thing because I would be I'm still getting the help. And you know what I'm saying we're still progressing and moving forward. But I can't even get the help. I can't even get an org. I mean, I can't get the help. Like I have an organization that's willing to pay the rent, but I can't find a private landlord that's willing to rent. So, okay, I found the organization, but for a whole year I've been sitting on it because I can't find a private landlord. Because I can't find somebody that is willing to rent because of the debt debt that's on my credit that the apartment complex should have never put up their legal aid, still not calling me back. So even though I'm supposed to have an attorney, I haven't heard back from that person. Like, yeah, it's, it's like whenever it comes to me and my children... We're just non-existent to this universe and to people in it. And I was thinking about this last night during, you know, my little meltdown after I had my meltdown and I started beating myself up for having it. Things were so different when my grandparents were alive. Like, not once did I ever think that I would never speak to my mother again. Not once did I ever think that I would have no contact with my family because we were so close when my grandparents were alive. You know what I'm saying? It was always, you know, this and that and summers and vacations and family time. And But in reality now, my kids have nothing and nobody. They don't have what I had when I was growing up. And that sucks. You know, it sucks. It just makes me feel like maybe I should just let myself be tortured and in a toxicity but then my kids are going to be tortured and in a toxicity as well and then I have my morals that I was raised with where you take care of your elders you know when you do right by them even if they didn't do right by you and I'm struggling with my own morals because I have nothing to do with my mother and I'm an only child but I have nothing to do with my mother for my own mental health safety and for my kids for their mental health safety for everything that we've transpired and dealt with You know, ever since we've gone MIA and disappeared, my mental health has been going through a lot because it's no longer caged in. It's no longer being manipulated by somebody else, you know what I'm saying, or triggered by or around that constant trigger. So, like, my brain is not used to surviving in freedom. And then I'm only free to a certain extent, so I can't do everything else. Like, I'll be sitting in my chair, right? And... (coughs) Sorry. I'll be sitting in my wheelchair. And I'll see that bit by struggling, and I want to get up 
to do something and then I'll like I'll remember I'm sitting in my wheelchair, don't get me wrong. But for some reason like it won't put two and two together until I get up and try to do something and my legs start to shake and they're like, Bitch, what are you doing? And then I have to sit my ass down. Like, that's when it really gets me the most because it's like, damn, I can't do the simplest shit of keeping a clean house for my kids. I can't get up and cook a meal right now. Like, I can't. And I want that. You know what I'm saying? I want that back. I want my freedom back. I want my independence back. And if the fu- if the future does hold the wheelchair for whatever reason, then you know what? I want to be able to learn not learn, but I want to be able to be in a place that I can be independent and move around and do everything in the wheelchair if that's the case. Like, I can't do that here. I can't. This place is too small. It's too tight. It's not meant for a wheelchair. The wheelchair takes up space. I can't wheel myself from one room to the next room. Like, there isn't a lot of space. So it leaves me stuck and frustrated. And all of that adds on to my mental breakdowns. And it's like I don't have anybody to talk to, you know, because I don't want to keep inputting all the negativity that transpires in my life onto other people. So I just keep a lot of stuff to myself. And, you know, normally everybody comes to me to vent. Anyways, I'm the one they go to for advice and to vent. I, It doesn't happen when I try to, you know, do it in return back, like... They don't ever have any advice or half the time they don't even listen or they cut me off and don't even let me finish, you know, saying what I have to say. And all that is frustrating. And then last night I went through a big Charlie Host cramp episode all in my internal organs. I felt it and my sides, my back. Like, I just couldn't, no matter what I did, I couldn't get my muscles to relax. And it all started because I went to the bathroom to go take a leak. But I made the mistake of I hadn't eaten nothing for hours. And I told my daughter to give me my pills because I was in, starting, like, you know, get little small cramps here or there. And I was starting to get in pain. She realized I hadn't took my pills from earlier in the day. So she gave them to me and I forgot my stomach was, like, extremely empty. And I didn't, like, I didn't feel hungry, but I guess my stomach was. So when I put the pills in there, my stomach couldn't take it. It was, oh, my God, I was in so much pain. And then at the end, I gave up, and I just let myself throw up because I couldn't take it no more. And there's when the cramps and everything started. And it was just like, are you kidding me? Like, this isn't even a regular cramp. This is, like, internal cramp. I can't throw up leaning over. How are you going to throw up standing up? Standing up. Like, you're going to hit everything but what you're throwing up in. But I couldn't lean forward. I couldn't bend down. Like, I had to use a bucket and bring it to me so I could throw up. Like, it was the craziest thing. My body was just so stressed out after, you know, that meltdown. And I feel like a truck that ran me over today. That's why I said, let me come up on here. Let me let go. Whatever else it is is bothering me. I don't want to have a bad day today. I don't want to have another mental breakdown. I think one once a week is good enough. And I don't even want those. But I don't need them to come any sooner than that because it's just warning me and letting me know that, yeah, there's an out. 
yeah, I see it. Yeah, I see all my blessings coming in and I see us getting on our feet and I see us having a home and a car and financial means and being financially stable and free. I see all of that. But the problem that I don't see is how am I making it until then? That's what a problem underlies. I don't see am I making it until then? How am I going to make it until then? Until whenever that date is. A month, two months. How am I making it until then? How am I mentally making it until then? How am I holding on? How am I holding myself accountable? And I was holding myself accountable last night when I made the YouTube video. Which is why I made it. So that I wouldn't. I wouldn't let my dark thoughts take over and so that I wouldn't let my dark emotions take over and really, like, dwell on the stupidity that I can't do, that I promised I wasn't going to do, that I did all these platforms to hold myself accountable, the whole reason why I became a life coach so I can inspire and help others. Like, how how am I just going to let go of all of this when I know I can make so much, do so much good? When I know I have the potential to push others and help others and, and get them to where they need to be. Like, I know I'm good at this. I know this is what I'm good at. I know this is my passion. This is what will finally get us where we need to be. But can, how and I, am I able to hold on till then? That's where the question really is. And am I, am I going to last? Because sometimes, I'm, I'm not going to lie... I feel like it just becomes too much. You know, the four-year-old will not understand that what she's doing is adding on. My son won't understand that his humor isn't funny. And it's sometimes disrespectful. Like, it's just... It's a lot. It's a lot. My household is a burden to me right now. And I don't like that. I don't want it to be that way. It needs to be my peace. And it's not... It's not my peace. I'm not sanctuary. Guess what? Because it's not my home. This is a damn motel. And I need my own home. And it's frustrating because there's no support system. You know, there's no support system. And a little bit of people that we do have, let's keep it a bug. I mean, we hardly really talk about anything that's going on. It's not like they ask me what's up. In reality, like, I'd be the one asking them what's up. So it's like everybody's over something that I'm still dealing with, which is why I don't speak on it because they don't even bother. And if y'all some real friends, y'all going to be checking up on a chick and making sure that she's straight and alive. Like, especially with the way my mental health is set up. But I don't even get that, bro. I don't I don't even get that. I don't even get that from y'all if you want to keep it a buck. I don't get it from YouTube. I don't get it from nobody. I don't get it from anybody. And it's like, damn, Lynette, your life really don't mean shit, huh? Your kid's life really don't mean shit. Not even the strangers, bro. Not even the strangers. Like, you you can pour your heart out. You can ask for help. You can do whatever, and nothing comes in return. Nothing comes in return. Nothing but just more pain and more stress and more frustration. Nothing but just more hurt. Nothing but just more put down and let down. Nothing but just more stressors. I go to sleep in my stressors. I wake up in my stressors. Like, I need my peace. I need my peace so I can be a good mom. I need my peace so I can provide. I need my freedom. I need my ability to do shit back.
and I feel like all of this is probably coming because I didn't really process the wheelchair thing. <coughs> but how how can I accept something that just smacked me out of nowhere with no warning signs, no nothing? <coughs> I don't get it. I really don't. <clears throat> but I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. I'm trying to stay on my path. I'm trying to stay on my goal. I'm trying to use all my anchors to motivate me to keep pushing forward. But let's be honest, my anchors just don't do what they used to do. They really don't. Like sometimes I feel like it just stresses me out even more because it reminds me of what, of why we're here in the first place. Like it's just so annoying. I want to just be able to close that chapter, let it go, and not have it affect me in my future. But it's still here with me, and um, it's affecting my future, and I need it to unaffect it. Excuse me. Sorry, you guys, but I really don't feel good today. Um, But I have to be a protective member of this household somehow. And I need to keep my mentals at a good state. I don't want to keep breaking down because I don't know what's going to come up my mouth when I do break down. And I don't want my kids to take anything, you know, to heart or in a negative way because I'm having a mental breakdown. Like, my kids are my world. They're the whole reason why I fight, but they're also the whole reason why I break down. And they're also the whole reason why things become stressful, because if I was able to at least get five minutes or ten minutes to myself so I could breathe and center myself back and who I and get myself where I need to be, then maybe I could cope better, but... When I try to tell the little one, just give me a few minutes, she doesn't listen. She'll go argue with her brother or nag her sister. And then her sister snaps at her, and then I snap at her for snapping at her. And it triggers me because she's being snapped at. And I didn't like when I was talked to like that when I was a kid. So I don't like when anybody does it, and I hate it when I do it. I do it when I'm already triggered, and I know that, and that's why I tried not to be triggered. Because my kids don't need to go through that. I didn't like going through it. So why would I want to put them to them through it on purpose? I mean, I want to learn from what I didn't like when I was growing up and do the opposite. But it's kind of hard to do when I don't have a support system. Like, I'm doing this all on my own. On my own. Like, it's freaking frustrating. It is very frustrating and annoying and stressful, and I wish I could give them everything now and give them better now. They deserve it. My kids are good as fuck. Like, they stress me out, yes, but my kids are awesome. Like, they're awesome as fuck. I can't complain. My kids are a blessing, like, for real. Conditions and all, autism and all, mental health and all, like... They're the bomb diggity bomb, and I wouldn't trade them for nobody else. I just wish that I could have given them better. And I could have did way better by them. But 
that mental breakdown really shook me and it has me worried because this is the second one in two weeks. Like, they're coming more often and this is not okay. Like, it is not acceptable for my kids to see their mom have a meltdown. And because of my legs, it's not like I can be like, all right, well, I'm going to go take a shower and go cry in the shower because it takes a lot of energy, a lot of strength. It takes everything I have to take a shower. And then afterwards, I'm drained, like, and it takes a while for me to gain some energy back. So it's not like I could do that. It's a big task. And then my daughter has to help me get dressed. So that's just more work for her. I'm not trying to add more work for her. I'm trying to alleviate, and instead it's like, mm, alleviate how, alleviate where, like, alleviate with who. I don't know. Is anybody else having a hard time with their mental health? Like, is anybody else struggling? Are you finding that... You're becoming more depressed or it's lasting longer. Any of your changes in your condition, if you, that's if you're observant with your condition. I'm just assuming that you are because I am, but not everybody does that. So, like, for those who pay attention to themselves and know themselves well, have y'all noticed any changes in, or any patterns or any difference? Like, is there something in the atmosphere that could be affecting me? in the world and universe and ozone layers something because it's just been one thing after another and that's why I'm struggling with content too like I'm in such a positive state of mind that every time the negative does hit I don't know how to act anymore I don't know how to handle it because I'm not accustomed to it anymore I'm not that person that I used to be like six months ago and I'm still really struggling to figure myself out right now a hundred percent where I can defuse a trigger before it happens or where I can reevaluate a situation and step back if need be so that I don't do something that's going to, you know, make me more upset and trigger me because I allowed my condition to take over. Man, being a mental health patient is a full-time job. And it ain't for the for the weak-hearted. If you ain't willing to accept it, acknowledge it, embrace it, and tweak it to benefit you and how it shows up in your life and not be a negative factor, then you're going to struggle. And I was there, and I had it. And then all the changes that I've made and all the growth that I've done have thrown me off, and it's making it harder for me to be in this motel while I'm doing it. And I know we're not going to be here forever, but it's like when you're in the storm, it's hard to see when the storm is coming to an end. Or it's hard for you to see what's in front of you so you don't know what's coming or what to expect. And that just makes it hard to do the day-to-day makes it very hard to do the day-to-day but um like I don't know what type of mom am I that my kids are seeing me melt down because 
mentally my mentors can't keep taking what we're going through or the lack of support or the lack of just caring you know like just caring just just people being human and empathetic and just caring like I can see things in videos and I'll comment you know or like I'll react to it because you know especially if I see somebody's going through it I'm not gonna want them to you know feel like they're alone even though they may never reach out but I offered and I acknowledged and I let them know that they're not alone which sometimes that's just what people need to not feel alone. It sucks to feel alone. It sucks to feel misunderstood. It sucks to feel like nobody cares what you think, what you say, what you do. Nobody cares if you're here or gone. Like, who's really going to cry if we disappear? Who's really going to miss us if we disappear? I mean, like I said, I probably got a handful and that's about it. Then the whole world, you know, think about it this way. This is how I look at it. Right? When people are suicidal or when they're going through their depressions or their mental health, whatever it may be, and we don't vocalize, And then somebody does something, you know, that takes them out of this world. Then everybody's always crying. Oh, they should have talked to me. I was here for them. They just had to let me know. Didn't have to take. Hold on, I got to blow my nose. They didn't have to do that. Like... We were all here for them. They could have just spoken to us and blah, 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 right? And it always catches people off guard and they didn't expect it. And they really can't believe that it happened, right? But then for people like me, who was out here screaming to the world, you know, screaming to the world. I've already let it known I'm suicidal, I'm homicidal. I've let it known that I created the platforms to hold myself accountable, so that I don't do nothing stupid because I'm already in a point in my life where I just don't give a fuck about life because of everything that I've been through and the lack of love that I've had and the lack of support that I've had through my whole life and things like that. I'm out here screaming to the world. Me and my kids are struggling. I'm out here screaming to the world. My kids are struggling mentally as, as well. Like, And they're also suicidal except for the little one. So I'm out here screaming to the world, all this shit. So if one day... I'm not putting it out there, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but let's just say one day we, we get erased by our doing. Can't nobody out there say nothing. Nobody better be talking about our story. Nobody better be saying, oh, my God, that's so sad. And nobody better be out there saying, oh, they should have spoke to me. I would have Can we get a cigarette, too? <coughs> I, 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 um, they know this. They know that. Or or why didn't they reach out for help? You heard me, Bella? Or why didn't they reach out for help? Um, what the hell is inside this pocket? Beba, cigarette, please. Huh? Cigarette. Why didn't they reach out for help? How could a mother and whatever, whatever, like, 
You know what I'm saying? I don't I man, look, I would be so mad if anybody were to comment anything or say anything because at the end of the day, I'm out here screaming at complete strangers. I'm out here vocalizing at complete strangers, bro. The situation that I'm in mentally, the situation my kids are in mentally, the situation that we're in, period. I'm out here screaming to the whole world, and not one person is reaching out and saying, hey, do you need somebody to talk to? Like, we can talk this out. I got time. You know what I'm saying? But I'm offering y'all motherfuckers out here on the other side always. Reach out to me, email me, DM me, whatever the case may be if you need to talk. Because I do good with other people's shit. That's what keeps me strong with my shit. Because it keeps me going and it keeps me pushing. But ain't none of y'all out there offering. Ain't none of y'all out there saying. And when I say I don't have no support system, I don't know if y'all think I'm joking. But let's lay it out, okay? I'm going to lay it out to y'all so y'all can understand where I'm coming from. And y'all can really see what I mean. So... There is my cousin, who's my blood, blood cousin. I know she's always going to be my ride or die chick, but she ain't the best for this. She ain't built for this, and she ain't about this life. She's very naive with it, and because she's such a positive person, I wouldn't bring the negativity to her. You feel me? So I don't let her in my world all the way. What she sees in my content is how she gets into my world. All right, so that's my cuz, Jazz. Then there's my cuz, Crystal. We really don't talk like that no more. We used to have a group chat and talk all the time, but then I I think I fucked that up when I got into my, you know, introvert, depressed mode and just cut communication with everybody. But I know, you know what I'm saying, if push come to shove, she would be there. Um, She's not blood-related, but... You know, the moment my cousin took her in, that that was good enough for me. That's family for me. Off off rip, you feel me? That's just the loyalty that I have for my cousin. Off rip, anybody that she's got, that's just straight up. If it's fam to her, it's fam to me. I'm not going to look at it no different. If, she, if they fam to her, they fam to me, point blank, period. And I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, go against the grain or do it any different. Because that's my blood. I love her. That's my baby cousin. Like... You feel me? Then there's... Let's see. Ever since we've been down here, it's kind of hard. If I was to talk to you guys from back home, it'd be a lot easier, like my sister. But ever since we moved down here, communication has been a little bit thin. And ever since bro passed away, it's <coughs> she's really struggling. It's been a lot harder on her, and she won't talk to me. She doesn't communicate with me about it. She won't because she already feels that I'm going through enough. She already feels that I'm dealing with enough so then I don't talk to her about my problems because I don't want to add on to how her mentals is already messed up you know what I'm saying and she's raising her own autistic child and you know what I'm saying so there's her but I really don't use her so I don't know if to count her in or not but you know what I'm saying that's three right there um I don't know if things with Mervyn and I have changed because we haven't talked much either Mervyn just got married. Congratulations, Mervyn and Lily. I'm really happy for you guys. I mean, I don't know if y'all listen to my podcast, but if y'all do, bam, there you go. Um, I would definitely love to see some wedding pictures, and I'm really mad that I missed it because the day slipped out my mind. I didn't get to Zoom link, so I didn't get to 
you know, see the wedding. But I know it had to have been beautiful. I know Mervyn. He wouldn't have had it any other way. But then there's Mervyn. But, you know, Mervyn's got a new trucking job, now the new wife. And I did cut conversation a lot back. You know, we, we don't even FaceTime anymore. We used to FaceTime all the time. We don't even FaceTime anymore. <coughs> so I don't even know if I can add Mervyn to the list or not. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if he's still there or not. So that's up in the air. That's a question mark on number four. Who else? Tanasia. Um, the baby's godmother. Even that relationship has changed a lot, too. Like, I kind of feel like we're forcing conversations sometimes, and I don't like that. I wish it was the way it was before. But... I don't know if it's my mental health that's causing all these changes in my relationships. And if it is, it sucks because it's isolating me and it's leaving me with nobody. Like, nobody. These people, it could be weeks before. I mean, my cousin is the only one that, good morning. My cousin is the only one, but it could be weeks before I hear back from anybody else or they hear from me. And it's like, we just don't exist. It's like, we're just not relevant. It's like, we're just not relevant, like. And it's annoying and frustrating because, man, I I know we bomb-ass people. Don't get me wrong, I got a real bitch in me. And I'm not in denial about that, I know that. I know that for a fact. But I'm loyal as fuck. Ask all my baby daddies. Ask my ex-husband. I'm loyal as fuck. Why do you think none of them niggas wanted to let me go? I'm loyal as fuck. But I can't keep being loyal to the wrong motherfuckers. And I can't keep being loyal to anybody if ain't nobody being loyal to me. Like, at all. If ain't nobody being loyal to me or mine's. How can I continue to give loyalty and be there for others if I'm not getting it in return? Person can only take but so much. The door. The door. The door. A person can only take but so much. Like, come on, man. But that's the amount of people that I have that I can... Oh, and Maria. But again, Maria's in a relationship she's dealing with work, her kids, we barely hear anything from her. For the first time ever, she missed my daughter's, my oldest daughter's birthday. Like, ain't call, ain't nothing, send anything. Like, usually, you know, they call. So I don't want to burden her on my shit because I don't know what she got going on. And that's about it. So that's for person number five. Right? That's it. That's all we got. That's it. That is all we have on our side in our corner. And I already broke down to you how they are in our corner right now and how they're on our side right now. So in reality, there's really only one person on that list. One. One person on that list, and that's my cousin. 
it leaves me with just you guys reaching out to complete strangers to be my support system. Reaching out to complete strangers to back me up, to let me know it's going to be all right, that I got this, I can do this. But guess what? Them strangers don't even do that either. Here, Biva, them strangers don't even do that either. So it leaves me with what? Back in my thoughts again and back in my head again. And what does and what does the silence on my platforms do? It just co-signs that feeling of what am I here for? Why am I bothering? What am I fighting so hard for? I mean, even complete strangers don't see shit in you. So why the fuck do you shit shit in yourself? Why do you see shit in yourself if complete strangers don't see shit in you? And that is not a good headspace. It's definitely not a good place to be, especially for a suicidal person. It's not at all. But it's my life. You know what I'm saying? It's what I live. It's my story. It's my struggle. It's my motivator. But it's also my my downfall. Especially when the darkness starts to kick in, no matter how much I fight it and try to keep the light on, it's it's hard. It's hard to keep a candle burning. It's really hard. So, yeah. That's what's been going on. That's what the update. That's my life. <coughs> it sucks. But in all in all, when it comes to the coaching, everything is going great. You know, but just my other part of my life is just really taking a toll on everything. I'm not letting it affect my coaching. Definitely not letting it affect that because there's no way. Like, I could do so good with it. I'm not even, I'm not going to let my mental health fuck that up. So I struggle, and it's, it's a struggle, and I'm struggling on my own. And it sucks, you know? It's frustrating. It's annoying. It's irritating. It's just downright drainful. But um, thank you if you did listen this far. Thank you for hearing me vent. Hearing me process, hearing me just go through my emotions and the roller coaster ride. If you can take anything from it, if you're a mental health supporter and you know anyone who has it, make sure you're showing up in their life the right way, please. Make sure you you're you're supporting in the correct way. You know, don't don't add on, you know, to their mental health. And if you do have mental health yourself and you listening to my content, man, please use everything that I'm going through to push yourself, to push yourself to get to wherever you got to go and do what you got to do and not be where I'm at and not let yourself, you know what I'm saying, see, not let yourself be where you see me at. And whatever one of the signs you see that you're hearing from me or you see from me, man, pay attention to them more than yourself, you feel me, and catch yourself before they happen. Catch yourself before they happen. But with that being said, I'm going to let y'all go. I've been out here for a minute now. I do have to get this day started. I do have to write my affirmations and stuff and try to get my mind back to being positive and, you know, let go of the darkness and turn in some more light, turn on some more lights internally. You feel me? So I'm not giving up, but I don't know how much longer I have. 
to give. I really don't. And I'm fighting. I'm fighting hard because I'm not going down without a fight. I got three beautiful children that count on me. Three beautiful children that count on me. And I can't be the one to let them down when everybody else already has. So I have no choice. But remember, make today count for tomorrow ain't promised to anyone. So let's make each other. You feel me? Be blessed.